All right. Hello and welcome, just the family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, and of course, a talk show host, which is why I'm here today. Um, this episode is sponsored by Women Supporting Women. <clears throat> you can find Women Supporting Women at Facebook or actually on Facebook. And it's a Facebook group and a community, soon to be a podcast, about women supporting women, just creating a community and a tribe of women to support, to engage, to venture frustrations, whatever you need, right? Because women are always bashing each other, which is exactly what we're talking about today in women stepping up together. That's what we're talking about today. And my guest co-host for that is none other than Amanda Thomas. So Amanda, please introduce yourself. Hello, thank you. I am the founder and lead facilitator of Power Through Healing. This is a global initiative for healing and change in our world that I launched in the midst of the pandemic, just knowing that if we all can just stay connected and collaborate more and support each other more and promote these higher levels of empathy with one another, we're moving into a world that is going to be amazing that we can all benefit from. So I'm super excited to join this discussion where we are again, talking about that connection and uplifting of others. Absolutely. Um, and for anybody watching the replay or watching the live, please like, and share just the live TV. You can find us on every social media platform, um, under just a live TV. So please go and like, and share, subscribe to our newsletter. You can watch the show right live from the website. As well, we also have a podcast and a blog, and we are soon to be launching many episodes of the show that are already pre-recorded. So lots of stuff going on at the show. And again, this show is all about building community and building inclusivity and self-love and personal development and just acceptance of everybody, judgment-free space, right? And you and I both love that topic right? So mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what a time to do that episode. We, I was talking about this the other day of, you know, we see on the news and on the media, all of these women who are beautiful, talented, high profile positions, and they post something or they post a picture or they do something. And it's like this huge bandwagon of everybody judging everybody. Um, the, the Golden Globes are not the Golden Globes, the Grammys and the Oscars were a couple weeks ago and all over my TikTok, all over my Instagram, my Facebook, I'm scrolling and all I see is worst dressed, best dressed and people going on there and sharing their opinion of what people look like. Why does that matter? Like, why do we do that? Right. 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 What is this? You know, I I've gotten to this point recently where I'm like, my opinion is to have no opinion. I try to just not, it's, it's like, it's a process to work without trying to have judgment and opinions. But the truth is if we can just let each other be, and just let us all live our life, as long as we're coming from the best of intentions, then I'm sorry. There's just no right or wrong way to live life in my opinions. So exactly. I just said, in my opinion, when I said, I don't want to have opinions, but <laughs> see, oh, how, that, see right? how that happens. <laughs> Having an opinion is human nature. It's, it's ingrained right. in all of us to have an opinion and we are entitled to those opinions. I think the difference mm. becomes we can have an opinion and help build people up and help create that awareness 
without it being a judgment or a rejection or a ridicule, right? There's a difference between having healthy criticism or having a healthy opinion and sharing that opinion. But then there's a difference between sharing that opinion and having it be hurtful to the other person, right? There's an intention behind it. You and I come on this episode and we're sharing our opinions on women stepping up together, on judgment-free space, on, you know, social media and other media outlets. And we're sharing our opinion. That doesn't mean we're saying that anybody else's opinion is wrong. That doesn't mean we're, how many online talk shows, there's a talk show right now, I can't remember which one it is, but they have celebrities sit in front of a camera reading out horrible tweets about themselves. The mean tweets, right? <laughs> it's one and of the late like, night shows. Why? Yeah, I can't remember which one. Yeah, and then I've I've yeah. actually seen it, and this happened with the whole Will Smith and and Jada Pinkett Smith and and Chris Rock, right? When they were on the Oscars, I saw post after mm. post after post and comment after comment of people saying, "Well, they're celebrities; they should be used to it." No, why? Why is it okay? No, right? Another Facebook. Uh, it, TikTok that I saw today, um, a guy went on and he's talking about this 16 year old girl who did a TikTok and you can see that she has large breasts and I'm big chested, you know, like if depending on what I wear, you're (laughs) going to see a little bit of that crap, right? Because I, they're, this is the way it is. Right. And I want to be comfortable. I'm not flaunting it. I'm not doing, and he went on to say about her flaunting it and how wonderful it was nice to see, but you know, all and she's 16. And then all of these women are jumping oh on the gosh. bandwagon of your gross, like you're gro- like, why are you even commenting on it? And he's like, you know, if you didn't want people to comment or notice it, why are you wearing that? And I'm like, dude, no, hard. No. Right. Right. Putting I think the thing is right now we're in this time where everyone's just trying to put attention and emphasis on things, but it's getting all misconstrued. So it's like, we're try- I think everyone comes from the, I think they try to come from good intentions, but the more attention you put on something, sometimes it gets escalated to where it doesn't even. So, you know, for this girl who's 16, it's like, she's just trying to use this fun platform to just express herself and, you know, be in her own vibe basically, which is what TikTok is about. So then you have these guys that come in and they start being inappropriate. It's like, I always wonder, it's like, if we would just ignore that comment by him, would it just, you know, is it necessary to put attention on him? Probably kind of enjoys that attention. So maybe if we could just say, to ourselves that, okay, that was inappropriate. I don't like that. I don't agree with that, but let it go. Maybe the faster we can just move on from it. Does that make sense? It does because there was, there was a, and I I love quoting other people because not always, but I love quoting other people. There was a video that I watched and it was all about bullying and it was a, um, an adult male. He was, he went to a school and he had a, a teenage girl come up and he said, pick on me, bully me right now. Just bully me. And so they went through this process. She's like, you're stupid. You're all of this. Right. And he's like, no, I'm not. And so he reacted emotionally in, in like this whole sphere. He reacted emotionally in this, in the example. Right. And she won. Right. Cause he like, it, she just kept getting stronger and stronger. Her power just kept going and going and going. Right. But in the case of a bully, he did, he said, okay, you won that round. Now do it again. And he did it again and she did it again. 
And she goes, you're ugly. And he says, honey, we can't all be as beautiful as you. (laughs) And instead of turning it around and insulting her back or anything like that, he validated what she was saying in a way that wasn't derogatory. Mm, So he engaged with her, but not giving her more power. And eventually, um, actually, he had said, you're ugly. And he said, you're beautiful. And she just stopped, full stop. She's just like, she was speechless. And I think that a lot of that has to do, so it is the bullying scenario, right? You give them power. You're giving these people power. Now, what that man did was absolutely wrong. And I think instead of using it as an attack to him, we should be, you know, saying women, we need to be supporting women, right? We need to be stepping up. It's not just men that are doing it that are cringy, though. It's women. No, not at all. And that's what I'm seeing. You see a woman post breastfeeding online, whether you care, whether you like it or not like it is not none of your damn business. She's Mm -hmm. doing right. If you don't like seeing it, scroll, just keep scrolling. You don't. Yeah, if it doesn't. I was going to say, I just I have that comment a lot with other people. I'm like, you don't have to respond. (laughs) You don't have to have an opinion or a comment. You could just keep scrolling or you could just let things go because in, you know, at the end of the day, is it going to affect your day? Is it going to apply to you in any way? And it's usually not. So it's taking that. We just, we live in a, a world where everything is so instantaneous. So we can instantly see something that we don't like, and we can just with a few clicks of a button, have a response immediately rather than just letting it soak in for a second and taking the emotion out of the response. It's just so important to practice that and to let yourself just pause for a minute before moving forward with anything. And it's sad. How many women are the perpetrators in this Mm -hmm. scenario in beating other women down and, you know, having a woman who is plus size, I'm plus size, having a woman who's plus size go on the app to show off her new bathing suit that she feels great in and having Mm -hmm. all of, excuse me, having all of these women comment and say, you know, uh, you don't, that doesn't look good on you. The color doesn't suit you. All of these, like, why, why don't you just empower her and say, you look great, right? You look happy. Yeah. Yeah. If it makes you feel good, then feel good. We all deserve to feel good. So, you know, we could talk about why do they, why do all these other women, you know, break down and comment and do those nasty things because something inside of them was programmed and conditioned to do that because Mm -hmm. let's be real, you know, we are always programmed by an external factor, which could be a mom, dad, a caretaker when we were growing up. So, you know, for them to feel validated, for them to feel good about themselves, it is meaning that they get to compare themselves to someone that in their eyes is less than, you know, less successful, less good looking, less, you know, thinner, skinnier, whatever, you know, so it's, it's kind of understanding that they are doing that as a defense mechanism almost. Yeah. So then it comes in the conversation of, well, how do we make them feel better about themselves and make them feel whole and complete without tearing down other women? That's a huge, huge conflict and a huge thing that we need to work on. Absolutely. Have you ever heard of the story of um, women who are 
beautiful, right? For, for all intents, society, societal beauty, okay? You have, you have a woman who is under societal expectations or standards. She is gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. But she feels insecure with herself. So what she does is she surrounds herself with people who aren't as pretty societally as she is or aren't as thin or aren't as thick or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. She'll surround herself with people to make herself look better. That women do that. And it's, we're always accusing men of bringing us down. We're, all, we're always accusing the male population of, of busting down our walls, of belittling us, ridiculing us, rejecting us. But it's actually women against women that are doing it. Mm. And that's the saddest part. Yeah. Right. And, and right. even as women, we can't go online yesterday. We did the live episode yesterday and uh, a troll came on and he started talking about, you know, um, sexual things and I ignored the comments. Right. And just left it alone. But we, you know, a, a man comes online and he, and even if he said, you know, you, you ladies look beautiful today. Right. That's, yeah. You know, you can take that as a, as a, Hey, that's great. Right. Like my husband, he's probably watching or he's, I don't know what he's doing, but he, he liked the video already. If he came on and said, you ladies look beautiful today. Would we take that as a creepy thing? Would we take that as, you know, he's trying to hit on us or, or what, right. Our perception of it too, as women, if we get a comment that triggers us, it's our perception of it, of, of it as well. Right. You could say, Oh, hey, you know, that looks great, but your fly's open, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you, if somebody's subconscious and, and make is, is made to feel weird because you just mentioned that their fly is open, right? You have no intention of hurting their feelings, but you're, you're yeah. pointing something out that obviously makes them feel awkward. Right. Are you, you wrong? It's funny is, you know, what's funny is when you said that, like, if your husband were to come in and really say that, you know, or if any guy came in and said, Hey ladies, you look beautiful for some reason, something inside of me was like, my first instinct is like, Ooh, like, do I look beautiful though? Like, I don't know that I do, you know? So it's just funny how our natural instinct is to doubt that beauty, to doubt that compliment because it just, that, that syndrome within us, that not enough, or, you know, not worthy is just so deeply ingrained, even as much work as you've you know, for me, I know I've done a crap load of work to try and get past that, but it's, uh, yeah. So when you find a woman who is a little bit more vulnerable, who maybe hasn't done all the healing work and the transformational processes that you and I probably have, you know, just imagine, you know, put myself 10 years ago, if I was in that situation where I was in that constant state of comparison and, um, contrast and trying to put myself up against other people in my life, it's, it's damaging. It's, it's traumatic to think about. Um, it's just a continuous process that we have to learn how to break. So it's, it's just, this is a great conversation to be having is what can we do then? What can we do to empower each other and not even just women against women, but you know, how do men play into this? How do we just start to create this new pattern in our world where we all do get to step into our power, our beauty and affirm that we are enough. Yep. I think the first step for me is the first step always for me is, is internal, right? It's, it's Mm -hmm. loving yourself, giving yourself grace and, and knowing that you are capable, right? Right. 
But at the same time, the second part and, and the purpose of this episode is women supporting women is you don't have to have it all together. You don't, none of us have it all together. There's always no. something going on, right? Gosh, yeah. But women supporting women isn't about being at the top of your game and gifting somebody else something or just telling somebody they're beautiful. It's seeing somebody else who is even just one step behind you and putting out your hand right? and saying, I've got you. Let's do this. Right. And it's not a race. It's not about who gets there first or who can I bring along? It's, you know, it's who wants to come along with me. That's the first decision. I think when it comes to healing and that process, it's like you said, it's always internal. So internally deciding that I want more for my life, I want to move forward in a better way. And so for me, that means my, my process was again, like finding the right people to that are willing to reach their hand back and let me come and join them. So that's what I want to be for others is to say, when you're ready, I'm here for you. It mm-hmm. could be simply just holding that space for someone until they have made that decision because you have to decide for yourself Absolutely. to, yeah, that's a huge thing is that decision. And as much as I struggle with this so much where I'm like, I, I know I can help you. Let me help you, you know, do what I say. And I promise you'll feel better. But until someone decides to do that, it's just impossible yep. to, to and move forward. I don't know about you, but those are the people that I work with. I, I, I'm as an identity coach and that's not a promotion, just mm-hmm. validation of why I'm saying this right. as yeah. an identity coach, I won't work with, with people who aren't ready. Oh, I right. won't work with people who haven't already started doing the work and the number one requirement for the, that I have for my client is you have to have acknowledged that there is an issue within yourself that you don't like. Exactly. Right. And that's, what's creating your unhappiness. That's my number one. Yeah. That's, that's non-negotiable, right? My, yeah. My theme is always just the people that, you know, again, I'm, I'm a coach as well. So it's but deciding that there has to be something more as soon as you have that thought, and that feeling, that belief that there has to be something more then it's time to work together. It's time to do this work because there is, I can tell you emphatically, there is more, there's always more that you can do, be, or have in this world. And that's exciting to, to tap into that potential. And I like the word you used earlier, just remembering that you're capable of this change. I love that word. You are capable of having a life that you love, a life of service, a life of passion and purpose. Yep. And all those women who are, you know, surviving, mm-hmm. right? Not thriving, but surviving. All those women who are surviving and you're following women like us, or you're following women who are creators or influencers, coaches, um, celebrities, you have the capability to, to have a life that you love. Don't base it on somebody else's. Don't base it on somebody else's. The other thing I want to mention is for all those women who are sitting there and they're not happy with who they are, that outside validation that you're striving for, those comments that you're beautiful, that you're great, that you're amazing, those comments don't make you feel better. No. Those comments don't make you feel better. I know women who are, and I wanted to mention this earlier, I know women, and like in person, know women who are some of the most beautiful, genuine, 
wonderful inside and out women I have ever met in my entire life. And they absolutely hate themselves. And any comments of you're beautiful, you look gorgeous today. Oh my God, I love you. They actually make them feel worse. Yeah. Right. So those validating comments of you're beautiful, you're great. Those aren't great for everybody. And I'm not saying not to do them because obviously we all want to hear and, and love to hear that we're beautiful, but for some, it, it isn't actually beneficial. They mean nothing until you believe it about yourself. Exactly. So it always starts with you. You decide what you are, who you are, why your big, why, why do you want to do this work? And you know, that first part that you said too, is, you know, not turning to other people and comparing yourself is always asking yourself, why do you want something like really determine why do I want this? And do I really want this? Or am I just saying that I want this because I see everyone else seems happy and living their best life when they have it. So really take the time to explore deeply and just to your core, what do you really want? And then you can decide, then you can know, okay, what do I need to do to start getting there. Yep. For you and me, I'd love to ask you, and then I'll follow up with the same is why did you start what you did? Right. We're, we're business owners. We're in the spotlight. We're, you know, women empowering and supporting other women. Why did you create what you created? What, what was the why behind what you did? Sure. I, I created power through healing because I just, I became frustrated with how many people don't understand that the power is them, the power to create the power to have more and, and live more and participate in your life. I just, I guess I just spent my whole life just observing and letting life happen to me instead of realizing that I I can create and I can participate in So that means though, I have to get rid of all the distractions and all the BS, the old outdated programming and beliefs that I'm holding onto that are not letting me move forward. So once I started to do that work for myself and I started to get to my truth and my authentic self and tap into that power, I was it, it was not about me anymore. It was about how many other people can I help feel this way? And how many other people do I know that have that feeling again of knowing that there has to be a little bit more, there's something that seems off and incomplete in my life. So how can I help them put that world in a higher way? Yeah. And that's amazing. And that's, that's, I think why most of us do what we do. I, I joke around and I say that I want to be the next Oprah Winfrey. I want this to be the next Oprah Winfrey show. I want to be the next Tony Robbins, right? I do. I want all that, but not for the the fame and fortune. Now, granted, that would be a great bonus, right? I have million dollar (laughs) dreams. We all do. Right. But I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because so the show I created the show because I wanted to build a community of inclusivity of men and women working together for self-love, acceptance, personal development, all of that, right? And to highlight those stories of struggles and overcoming those struggles. That's why I created the show, right? And, And to share my voice with my identity coaching. I created that because of suicide 
I, I literally created my company because of suicide, because yeah. I saw the level of unhappiness that people went through and felt that they had no way out. Yet that happiness is internal. Mm-hmm. It's not an external thing. Your, your happiness stems from your identity, your beliefs, your systems, your, your expression of your, your identity in your life, right? My spiritual teaching, I created that one because I did not want, when I, when I opened myself up to my spirituality, it was, you have to do this and you have to do that. I'm like, no, I don't want to do those things. Right. And I felt like a two-year-old having to defend myself. I don't want to. Right. Right. So I created my own company where it's, what do you like? What spirituality resonates with you? How, you know, what are your gifts? Let's, and and it was all about empowering self-expression through spirituality. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm launching two more businesses. (laughs) And (laughs) again, the why is always inclusivity. It's, understanding that we're unique individuals and we have the right to self-expression and Mm -hmm. and to be and create what we thrive to create I'm going in with my business partner or a business partner on a new venture and that venture is business mentoring and it's not one person it's her and I she's got the you know she's a media manager and strategist I'm a mindset coach we both have ridiculous business <laughs> business experience right right and it's all about women who were in our positions yeah making and you changes, noticed right? that you noticed those strengths in each other and that's another important thing as you know yeah. like decided to collaborate and support each other which is yeah. that huge thing so and I never did. we are gonna yeah we are gonna see massive change in our world world when we all start doing that when we instead of that comparison we start seeing okay there's a strength here there's um someone here that has this in mind and this skill set and so how can we work together to make something great yeah which is what you're doing yeah exactly and we're multi-passionate right there are women men and women but but i'm predominantly this episode's about women but Um, women are multi-passionate. We have to love so many different things. We have to play so many different roles. We're, you know, we're building different parts of our identity in each of those roles. Why do we have to just stick to one, right? At night, you're going to be the the vixen. During the day, you're going to be the the straight-laced mom, right? (laughs) Whatever that looks like for you. Why can't we build that up? Let yourself just be fluid in that nature and just show up in the way that you want to show up. And we just, it, it, I don't know about you, but it took me a long time. As much as I say that it took me a long time to realize that I don't have to be someone different with every person in every aspect of my life. So for me, for example, I was someone different when I would go to work. I was someone different when I was with my family. I was someone different when I was with my friends. And so it's been such a really I, you know, almost magical, you know, experience to just be able to show up as one, you know, core person and then let myself just be flexible and in the mood and in the nature that I want to be in throughout the day and throughout the week. So, you know, I think it's like finding out who you are on a core level and then letting that express itself in whatever way feels right at the time. Yes, absolutely. We got a comment. Yes. 
it's, it's so true because um, I don't drink. I, I I have been drunk. No, <laughs> so, right. so don't think I'm straight laced. Um, I don't drink. But if I'm out, especially when I was younger, if I'm out and I'm not drinking, but somebody else is drunk, I let the drunk Melissa out. Like it's just like I <laughs> yeah. and, and speaking of different personalities, um, or not different personalities, but but expressions of self. But it was. Right. I have multiple different expressions of self with my husband. I'm different. When I talk to you ever talk to somebody in another country, especially England, mm-hmm. for some reason I'm in Canada. So when mm-hmm. I talk to somebody in England or somebody in Texas or other country, other, other places that they have an accent that I don't have, it's almost like my voice starts to change. <laughs> or if yeah. somebody's in a different culture, my, my, my mannerisms will change. And, it's, right. and I love doing that because I'm so fluid and I, I have so many different passions and so many different, I'm analytical as, as crazy. Um, and right. I say as crazy because it is crazy. Mm-hmm. I can, I can be and do anything. So like, I mean, for me to flip the... between all of those different things is fun for me. I like it. It doesn't, oh, right. I'm not changing, but no. my expression changes. It's a natural mirror and matching. It's just a, it's a natural thing that we do. Like we're mirroring and matching all the time. And um, it's just, it's just something that happens. So yeah, when you are around other people, like when you, it, I've done a, maybe not a hundred, but a, a ton of podcast interviews now at this point. And it depends on the host, like you and me right now, we're more energetic and we're having fun. And then I've done interviews where the host is a little bit more, you know, uh, just more calm and just kind of more, you know, a slower pace. And then I match that. So it's just, it's the environment that you're in. And it's not that you can't find the beauty in every situation. It's just um, letting yourself express and, you know, tune in, tune into that moment, let yourself be present and just feel the energy of that moment. Yeah. Um, I challenge everyone. What's your favorite way to express? What, what's your favorite, what's your favorite self-expression? self expression is, I don't know if this is exactly what you're looking for, but for me, it's singing in the car. I love to just get in the car and just drive around and sing my heart out. I took my mom to the airport yesterday and I had a whole 90 minutes of like Celine Dion and, you know, Adele. And I was just like belting it out. I even put on a Backstreet Boys song. Like I'm telling you, I have a array of music on my playlist, but nothing brings me more joy than just being able to and have fun so I I have a very eclectic music taste I have (laughs) classical to country to rap and R&B like yeah I have it all that's one of my favorite things is just driving my my happy place is driving my car nobody's talking and I am singing at the top of my lungs right bass is going and that it's 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 a happy place right um yeah I just, I love being the fun outgoing Melissa who, you know, whatever the situation, let's do this, right? Let's have some fun. You mentioned your, your interviews on the show. I've actually said no to people because they're very monotone or, and it's, it's not a judgment. Absolutely. Right. Everybody has their own version of self-expression, but I wanted people on the show who did have that that energy and the, the animation is what I really looked for on the show is I wanted animation. If I'm sitting here right. for me personally, if I sit here and I'm very monotone, I will be yawning by the end of the episode. And okay. that's not okay, okay for me. 
I, I don't like that. I, you know, maybe I have undiagnosed ADHD and that's totally <laughs> fine. And I'm probably do. I, I guarantee I probably do, but yeah, I like, I'm always fidgeting and I, I can't, I don't like sitting still. I'll lie on my bed for hours, but I'm like rolling one way. My cats hate to snuggle with me. They snuggle with my mother-in-law because she'll just lie there for like <laughs> while we're watching shows to lie there yeah. for three hours uh, without moving. And I'm just like, no, no. Gotta roll over and so it's yeah. Yeah, I think that's you know, that's something that I want to mention too is you know, I had I started my podcast recently. When it comes to thinking about who I want as guests, I, I appreciate and love that you were able to say no to people if you don't feel like it's right. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to my mom where I'm like, I have people that are reaching out to me and I don't feel like they're right for my sh- though. And it's like, you know, it's okay to say no, it's not, you're not saying no to them. And so anyone that's listeners saying no to you as a person or not rejecting you because of who you are, it's just knowing and understanding that for my project, for this podcast, what I want to create in my mind. And I want to make sure that I keep that focus. And, um, so anyone that is not you know, going to be a guest with me. It's not because I don't love what you're working on. I love that everyone has their own creative passions and opinions and, you know, that it's just not the right platform always. Yep. Talking about building, building each other up. Right. Uh, sorry, my internet is acting funny. I don't know what's happening. Hmm. Okay. I'm assuming you can hear me. My internet's a little bit fine. Okay. No, I can hear you. See you fine. So perfect. No, I think we're back. My daughters are both home today. (laughs) So that means my internet is being used in multiple locations. Even though I have the best internet you can get, um, I, they, yeah, (laughs) still have two very internet friendly children. $2 will test that for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that is true. So I actually had, and talking about women stepping up with other women and stepping up together, I did a pre-screening interview and I'm sure you remember, I record them now. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I record them and no judgment to this woman, she did what she thought was right. And I'm totally okay with it, which is why I never commented on it or engaged with it. But we did a pre-screening interview and you know what? She started the video off and I got tricked. I got triggered right away. I'm not going to deny it. I got triggered right away. She started the video off critiquing everything about me. my bed wasn't made. Um, oh the way that I, you know, did the videos and the way that they were laid out and, and not a problem. Right. I, I didn't, I kind of got triggered, but I'm, I'm a mindset expert, right? When I get triggered, yeah. I know it's emotional and it's internal. So I, I slowed myself down and I, and I just relaxed. And so we're going through and I loved her topic loved her passion, loved her topic. She was a great person, but I just couldn't see myself doing an episode on it. Sure. Right. And so I said that I said, I, I, you know, I love your topics. You've got great energy, but I just don't see it. Right. And I just don't feel it. And not once did I ever intentionally, you know, say, I don't like you or I don't like your topic. I didn't do any of that. I just said, you know what, I'm not feeling it. I'm not finding that 
that spark that I normally find or that pinpoint that I normally find, I'm not finding that. Um, mm. So I'm going to have to say no today, but you know, I wish you all the best. And I, and I, you know, you're, right. you seem like a great person and all of that. Yeah. I got off that, that interview and I, I was talking to my husband later on in the day and I said, uh, shortly after that. And I said, I guarantee you that there's going to be a Facebook live or a Facebook post or something about me in the next hour. And sure enough, this, this lady did a <laughs> 20 minute Facebook video about how I didn't build rapport, how I invalidated her, how I looked like a deer in the headlights, very, very um, negative reviews. Uh, she never mentioned be my, by name or the show, but she right. did some very negative comments about me and laughed at me. Right. And I sat back and it's actually specifically this topic, right? Women stepping up with other women, like stepping up together. She was obviously triggered by what I said. And the fact that I had said no, and and that I didn't, she, I'm assuming would have felt, you know, that I invalidated her or her topic. And that's why I said, I don't blame her for what she did. But at the same time, that was a very, you know, very ridiculed, very rejected, very right. you know, um, vindictive thing to do when there was That's none of that intention behind the appointment. Right. Right. But because yeah. I hadn't recorded it, I didn't have anything to say, you know what, like that's, that's not what happened. And mm-hmm. so great on her. Like I said, I never did it, but that's well, part that's of it. On, that is on her <laughs> that is on her she has right. a little bit of work to do to not be triggered by that when someone just is you, you know you're you're not always going to be told yes in this world and you know especially like you you know where you did the right thing you 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 thanked her for her time and you said this is just like we were talking about this is our vision this is our you know, energy that this is my project. Like I'm on your podcast. So this is about you right now. This is what you can give to your audience. I'm doing my best to help you to grow your audience. Just like when people come on my show, I'm intending for them to help provide value to my listeners. So if that doesn't feel right, then a good leader, you know, understands to say, it's not about you personally. It's just about this again, platform that we're using. Yeah. And, and yeah, (sighs) like, That's crazy. (laughs) That's exhausting. Just listen. It just like stressed me out. Just listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Haley, I'm in the middle of a show. My love go away. No, (laughs) no. Go ask your sister or grandma. Not no out. I love, you No. that's the first time since she's been home that I've actually had to get involved with her on that level. Um, so yes, we're, we're going to have a little talk. (laughs) I love her. She's seven going on eight. It is, you know, what we all, you know, some of us, is it spring break right now? Pardon me. Is it like spring break? No, actually, or excuse me. Uh, the school actually has professional, professional development days. Oh yeah. For their teachers. So that's today. And it was division wide for the division in our, in like in our end of the city. Um, so all of the kids are home from school. So the two yeah. girls are, are home and downstairs. Oh, but, it's no um, worries. It's no she's big a little, deal. The, the older one will, for the most part, leave me alone because she's 12 and she's, she's got her phone. So she should be good to go. Um, but the younger one is a little bit more attached still. And 
very much, you know, mom and dad, mm-hmm. I need something or I need this or yeah, a little, a little less independent. Um, How do your daughters get along? They, you know, uh, sometimes, sometimes I have four children, yeah. so I have two older boys and then the two girls. It's interesting at times. Just, yeah. Which is, which yeah. is quite fun, but I love them all. And they're all different, of course, different yeah. personalities. Right. But them all in their own way. Mm-hmm. But again, yeah, like, like I said, I hold no animosity for that woman. I, I wish her well. And I, and I hope that, you know, she felt empowered doing what she did and I don't blame her. How many of us use scenarios that we're in, like I just did to prove a point or to explain a point, not even prove a point, but explain a point. Right. So I used that story to explain a point and I'm not linking the video or, or ridicule or rejecting her in any sense. She felt entitled to do what she did. So instead of to anybody watching, instead of, you know, coming back and saying, that's not what happened. And I can't believe you did this. And I'm going to take offense to that. I didn't do any of that. I didn't do any of that because if I had done that, then I would be giving my power away and giving it to her, giving it to her viewers who liked the video and commented on the video and continued the ridicule and rejection. I read all of the comments. I watched the video in its entirety. I did all of it because I wanted to know, right? And I took it as, okay, that's how she felt what happened, right? So when we go on, and, and like I mentioned at the beginning of the video, when we go on and start talking about what people wear celebrities in particular or you know influencers or coaches or teachers or whoever we go on and we start critiquing their lives and we start critiquing their outfits and their choices and all of like what message are we sending to other women when we do that that they're not good enough because we think they're not good enough i i stop you and i challenge you when you're about to post a comment or you're about to react to something. And remember, reaction is an emotional. Response is logical. Mm-hmm. I want you to stop the reaction and logically think to yourself, if I comment, put yourself in the opposite position. If you were the one doing something similar or somebody came onto your video, your talk show, your podcast, your blog, you're anything. Somebody came to you and said, I don't like that. What would you say? Would it hurt your feelings that they didn't like it? First of all, would you question while they're doing it? Would it affect your self-worth? And would you tell them to F off because their opinion doesn't really matter? Ask yourself that question before you comment, because that's not stepping up together. No, not at all. That's being an internet warrior or, uh, you know, uh, whatever that looks like. That's you attacking somebody else because your opinion is different. Right. And that that's not building a tribe of love and acceptance. If you want to be loved and accepted, then you need to learn to love and accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's non-negotiable. It's it's all about demonstrating demonstrating that's all I that's all I ever want to do is just I want to demonstrate who not only who I want to be in this world but what world do I want to live in it's huge to decide that so in a world where 
we can all be participating from our highest level. What does that look like? Does that look like commenting and uh, saying unnecessary things to someone when they're just you know, going back to someone that's posting a picture in their swimsuit or whatever it might be, you know, they clearly felt good enough to say, I'm going to go ahead and post this today. And it kind of makes me think about like parents, I'm not a parent, but you know, I watch all these videos and see all these posts where parents always have those opinions about things. It's like, especially as a parent, I think you're just, you're trying to just do the very best that you can. You literally have someone else's lives in your hands. I can't even imagine that. I mean, you're just, all you can do is wake up and say, I'm trying my best today. So when someone is waking up and trying their freaking best, like let's let them feel good about that. Yeah. It just drives me crazy. Oh, and going back to the swimsuit, what if that's the, what, what if that is the one time they actually gave themselves enough courage and enough confidence to say, I am terrified, but I'm posting it anyway. Mm. What if that's the first time? Exactly. You are breaking that cycle, breaking. Right. And who to decide? I mean, who, who are you? Like, who do you think you are to, to feel like your opinion is the most important or that anyone really honestly cares about your opinion. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just, and then, and then all of this again feeds into this culture and this world, you know, where, you know, even, and then that means young girls are getting this idea. And when it comes to children, children don't know anything until they hear it until they're told it. So if we get away from constantly putting the emphasis and the attention on some of these things like body image and beauty and whatever that might look like, then, then girls would never grow up having any doubt about their beauty or about who they are. So, so just think about that. Just really understand that when you're, especially if like you're a mom and you're someone that's posting on that, that picture on that story, what would you, what would your daughter think if she saw that comment? You know, it's just, what are you teaching the the next generation to look for when it comes to these standards? Yeah. And as a mom of two daughters, I'm teaching inclusivity. I'm teaching self-acceptance. I'm teaching acceptance of other judgment-free different opinions, right? Being able to have a healthy conversation when you don't agree on something. Right. Right. Not taking Getting all your... the facts. Yeah. I was, I was, you know, talking to my cousin over Easter, you know, and she has a teenage son where, you know, he was apparently the school was some of the students wanted to do this walkout because of something a teacher said, you know? And so my, my cousin's like, I told him, just get all the facts, you know, make your own conclusion after you get the right information though. So, so teaching the, you know, teaching children and teens to understand that I want you to I want you to make decisions for yourself. I want you to feel empowered to do this, but make sure that you take the time to come to the right decision. That is, you know, that you feel good about Logic. Um, putting your, putting yourself behind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You want more so the logical conclusion mm-hmm. rather than the emotional. Our emotions can exactly. get us in a lot of troubles. Um, <laughs> yes. Big time. Our emotions get us in a lot of trouble. So women help women stepping up together is for the most part about just accepting women where they are, where their journey is taking them. My journey is not going to be the same as Amanda's journey. 
Amanda's journey is not going to be the same as Tori's journey who's watching. Um, <laughs> so everybody's journey is not going to be the same. You, the way you get there, the way it looks, you and I can have a similar goal. One, the journey is not going to be the same. Two, the outcome is not going to be the same. And three, we're going to go, it's going to mean different things. I, I, I just, I think it's so important to understand there's so there's limitless opportunities available to you in this lifetime. There are so many different paths that you can take. And I'm so passionate about this, but just remembering to look at that as, you know, I, I have so many different ways that this could work out for me and believing that life is always working out for you is so important. Just believing again, that you are worthy and deserving of this great life. And so not not judging the paths available to you right now and knowing that you can take a turn at any time is yeah. so important to me. Yeah. We tend to, to think, you know, sometimes we're going through these rougher times, these different, you know, um, emotional times and transitions in our lives. So we might not be able to see, you know, where this is going to take us, but not putting that judgment on, the right now and saying, well, wouldn't it be nice if I could have her life? It wouldn't be nice if I could be doing what she's doing. I I was talking to my best friend recently too, where it's like going over reviewing just the past two years. Oh my God. Like I can see now why I didn't end up with that guy or why I didn't take that job or why I decided to move here. You know, it's like at the time I was deeply stressed and I was emotional and I couldn't really figure it all out, but thank you, God, that, you know, I'm here now. And I didn't do some of the things that I wanted to at that time. So keeping that overall picture is huge. Just understanding that, you know, there's more to the story than what you can see right now. And if you are in this constant state of dread saying, well, nothing ever works out for me or, oh, life is so hard and playing that victim, then that's what you're going to see. That's what's going to keep unfolding for you. If you take the time to decide that you are in control, that you can make the change, you're behind that change, then that's when life is going to turn around for you. Yeah. And I, I always say this and, and I put this as the, what's the word I'm looking for? When I created the Facebook group, women supporting women, I actually just changed the tagline to the bottom of, you know, you you have facebook.com and then groups and then whatever the group name is, right? Normally it's a number. So I changed it from a number to WSW Karen and it's women supporting women Karen. Women supporting women can change the world. Women Mm. supporting women can change one life, five lives, 10 lives, an entire generation. When women support women, great things happen. But when women don't support other women, that's when the divide, the separation, the dissent, we we're trying to, as a society, we're trying to build women up. We're trying to, you know, feminism and equality. And I'm not going to get into feminism because I have issues with that, but (laughs) feminism and equality, uh, equal rights for women, women in business, you know, um, women in finances, all of these things, women can do so many things 
It's absolutely sad and disgusting when they don't because other women get in the way. Mm-hmm. I, I was horrible at collaboration. I always, you know, I went through a period where I was first starting out and I've been in business for six years and I was first starting out and it was all this, uh, you know, every time I read somebody else's post, it was, oh, I wish I had posted that or competition, right? Yeah. And I created a talk show at that point called uh, Melissa's Monday Madness. And I did this a few <laughs> years ago. So if anybody does check it out, it was quite some time ago. But I decided that I was done competing with other women. And so what I did is I created an entire show based on highlighting and supporting women in business and talking about other women's businesses and how they did that and why they did that. And I made it this entire thing because I was done with that mentality. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've never gone into a business partnership or collaboration with anybody because it was always that fear. I'm, I'm a woman and I know that I get into arguments with other women and there's a lot of drama with other women. And I've always been, you know, more drawn to men because it's just, it's easier to be friends with a guy than it is to be friends with a girl because, the emotional aspect of it right right? but women get things done because they are strong enough Mm -hmm. to share their you know to take charge and to say you know this is how I want it to be done so you know and so women working together yeah of course it can be a little bit emotional you know we can we can come you know I wonder if for you like did it take you a little while to go from that mindset of it's better off just doing it myself or, you know, um, Oh, I just, I get things done quicker or better, or I, I just feel better when I do it myself versus letting yourself, um, find support from someone. Yep. In the last year I have hired my first VA. Mm -hmm. I have partnered with a business partner on a new uh, business venture. And that is, again, the the business mentoring. Um, And then I have now we are launching. And so I created WSW um, about a year ago and then just kind of left it over the last year because I was figuring things out and recently decided to start promoting that group again there's it's not a sales group there's no promotion in that group whatsoever just so everybody knows you are not going to get spammed or sailed um I post the show in there just because it is a self-development show and all about supporting each other um and judgment-free and inclusivity no promotions of course um but we decided I decided to partner with two other women in WSW in creating a weekly podcast of three women who go on we talk about you know everyday wife and mother women mothers uh, you know relationships hot topics that are in the media women supporting women and we're going to be doing that weekly just so everybody knows because we promoted this episode um but I'm actually collaborating with other women and I've never done that, at least not where I felt comfortable enough or confident enough to do that, where I do get into that spot. But again, in the last three months, it's been hiring my first VA, 
who's a woman, um, creating the, sh the show where we highlight a bunch of amazing women and all of this other stuff. And my business partner said, yeah, <laughs> um, so it is, it's our first time going in and it's definitely different. And to think that we're supporting each other, we're supporting each other's growth. We're bringing something different to the table. And the reason I mentioned this is because as women, when we support other women, we're bringing something different to the table. We are so multifaceted as women. We have multiple emotions. We have multiple, you know, expressions of our personality. We have the ability to grow life. We there's so many unique things about being a woman that we don't we don't need to compete. Well, this is what I love about collaboration is. I might have an idea and I might have a vision for something. And then the minute I share that with someone, they're going to have an input on that idea and they're going to, they're going to start to visualize it. And they're going to start to say, Hey, like we could also, you know, they're going to start to contribute to that idea. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it becomes something even more than what you had imagined. And then we're taking off in a direction that is just so powerful because we are letting ourselves have that input and let other creative minds in on the process to where, you know, then it becomes something even more than you may even know. And what I like about the idea of hiring a VA and that extra support is now you get to focus and live in your zone of genius even more because you don't have to be distracted by all that other stuff yeah. that is, you know, kind of taking up your time that marketing and advertising benefiting. that I can't stand doing. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's not benefiting you and what you're best at. So, um, you know, letting yourself take a load off as soon as, you know, as soon as you're able to, because, you know, I'm not even quite there yet where I'm not ready to outsource yet some of the things, but anyone that's listening, understanding that as soon as you can, you know, that's going to be exponential to your growth. Yeah. Um, and even, even Tori just said, and I am assuming it's Tori, she's not posting in the normal spot. Uh, I didn't realize that our story as women is a story itself for other women and showing women that it is truly possible. So you're talking about collaboration and that giving other people things. So the reason we created, I always, I've always been identity coaching and spiritual teaching. That's, that's always been, but every year over the last six years, I've been drawn to business coaching, but I never wanted to be your typical business coach, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't want to tell you all the procedures and the processes and all of that fun stuff, right? Because I didn't want to do it. But Tori is a media manager and strategist. So she has all of the processes mm -hmm. of running a business, right? And knowing how to do it and what needs to be done and, and all of that. So her and I were talking and we, we did a, a webinar together, a meeting together with, with a bunch of other women and her and I are teaching on the meeting. Like we're, we're mentoring on the meeting and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's what it, that's what I've been looking for. And right. she's like, what? And so we started talking and Tori's been in business for many years. I've been in business for many years. And I, I don't know if you've experienced this yourself, but as women, we have this innate desire inside of us to help people, right? And when we first started coaching or, or you know, doing the, the trainings, 
it was you had to work with this business coach, then you had to work with this mindset coach, then you had to work with this person. And every person that you work with teaches them, teaches you their system, right? Mm -hmm. Their system, whatever that looks like. Right. But Tori and I never fit into those systems. So over the last six, seven years, we've experienced multiple changes, right? And at one point or another, we weren't where we wanted to be. We weren't following what we truly wanted to do. We weren't seeing those results. And for women, it's that crazy innate ability to, you know, I want to do this, but I don't think people are going to like it. Or I want to do this, but I just don't have that missing piece, right? So we thought about it and we're like, mindset, business. Well, and the, and the thing is, she enjoys that side of things. So, so you want to offer this whole package, right? You want to offer yep. this whole entire experience or package. So, but she is the one that enjoys that side of things and you enjoy the mindset and the other side of things. Yep. So, so you decided, okay, cool. I don't, that doesn't mean that now I have to only offer one service. I can offer, I can offer even more to, I can help be of service in an even greater way by collaborating. And women who were in our position. Sure. Right. Exactly. Women who are where we used to be, not knowing where they are, not knowing how to revamp or not knowing how to go to that next level and, you know, really just honor themselves. That's huge. And I don't think I've seen, and I have to share this because I love you being unique. I don't think I've seen any business mentoring company that has both mindset expert and media expert in one. Mm-hmm. And you're getting a two for one. That's, That's to, like, I love the right. empowerment of that, right? And just something unique and different. And we're not cookie cuttering it like, like everybody else. And that goes with stepping up together. It doesn't have to look your life, your success, your dreams, your goals for anybody watching doesn't have to look like somebody else's. Mm -mm. Right. And I really want to, I really think it'd be beneficial to talk about the fact that it has taken you time to get to this point, Mm -hmm. but you know, there's some people that might listen to this and say, well, I'm nowhere even close to knowing anyone that could collaborate with me. I don't even know anyone that would share this vision with me. And it starts with your vision. It starts with your decision that you want to make something happen. And then I promise you the universe is going to start to provide the right resources, the right tools, the answers that you're looking for. If you set that intention, that's what's happened for me is all I knew was I want to help people. I feel like, you know, there's more to, you know, creating this world than I, and then I really had known up until that point. So Then I started coming across the right people, the right courses, the right trainings that helped me to let my vision unfold in the right way, you know, to connect all these puzzle pieces. So I know it seems frustrating when you're like, well, that I have no idea where to even start. We'll just start with the idea and start with the intention and then, and visualize that, take the time to really visualize that and believe in what's possible And then you're going to be like Melissa, where you're now you're connecting and now you're finding the right people that are going to help you just catapult your, your vision. Yep. In the last six months, I've started a talk show. I'm starting a secondary podcast. I'm starting my fifth business and 
I couldn't be happy. Everything fell into place. Everything yeah. finally fell into, into place. And I don't want other people to take six years <laughs> and thousands upon thousands. And we're not just talking like 10,000. We're talking multiple tens of thousands yeah. that people like us spend yeah. to work with all these multiple people mm-hmm. and still not get the results right? Right. With what we're doing. (laughs) Yep. And with what we're doing, we're cutting out that middleman because it's all about for my end of the business. It's what do you want? Let's get clear on what you want, who you want to be working with. What, what does that look like for you? Right. I just rebranded my company uh, a month ago to a Phoenix identity for my identity coaching. Yeah. I had that six years ago and had no idea. It took me six yeah. years to figure out that's exactly what I wanted for my brand. Mm-hmm. Even though and I think it's in, it was always I'm sorry, there. Go ahead. It was always yeah, there. No. It's in my head. Of course. And and that's the thing is understanding that, you know, if you have an idea, it's not we, we tend to give up so easily. I feel like we're like, Oh, well, it's not happening now. It's not happening yet. I'm just going to give up. So just don't give up. It it might say like, I'm going to pause this. I'm going to take a break from this because it's not quite moving forward yet. But believing that again, those resources and those answers are going to come to you. If you just kind of hold that in the back of your mind, it's, you know, asking, for what you want and believing in it, then you don't have to know the how of things. You don't have to know how it's going to happen. You just trust that it will. And I, and I think it's so important. You're bringing up all these great things. I, I just, it's about remaining flexible. It's about saying some people, you know, that I've talked to, or even for me, sometimes I'll think, well, you know, I want to rebrand or I I'm not the same. I don't have the same idea that I had a year ago and now everyone knows me for this. So how do I come across this, you know, this new identity, new person, you know, who's going to take me seriously or whatever it might be, whatever those limiting beliefs are in your mind, you, you can rebrand and re emerge in any way. And as many times as you want in your lifetime, because it's about staying flexible and evolving and letting life take you where your soul knows that it wants to go. And it's not even about being spiritual, but you know, it is, it is, you know, we're living this experience of, you know, life. So let it just be fluid and let it ebb and flow and see the beauty of it. So when we get to these points in our life where we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and anxious, it's because you're trying to control something that is out of your control. Yeah. Everything, everything works out one way or another. Everything works out the way it's meant to work out. And that's not spiritual. That's fact. Everything always works out the way that it's meant to work out. It took Mm -hmm. me six years to get where I am today because I needed to learn the lessons. Now that I've learned those lessons, Tori and I are creating that company Mm -hmm. to teach those lessons so that you don't have to go through that struggle, right? right? It's when you want to rebrand, when you want to change, when you're not feeling aligned, when you're feeling stuck or plateaued, right? When it's it's all of that, because we as women feel like it's one size fits all. And it's not, it's not one size fits all. You can go out. So I'm a size 18. I'm going to tell everybody that I got a big waist. I got a big belt. I've had, I've had three kids. I got, I got, I got, and I love my food. So, okay. I I got a fat belt. I'm okay with that but I'm a size 18. If I go 
to try on a size 18 pants. They fit around the waist, but they don't fit my chicken legs, right? So even though that's meant for a size 18, it doesn't fit because it's mm-hmm. not the right size, right? Right. Everybody, not everybody, and I apologize for that. Most things in society, coaching included, is a one size fits all. Sure. You know what I mean? I've worked with business coaches and it's follow this strategy. While you're giving the answers in that strategy, it's still not the strategy that works for for you, right? It didn't, Mm -hmm. it worked and it didn't work for me. And, but it was a lesson in in growth. Everything is is part of your self-expression. You need to take it and make it your own, your business, right? If somebody else tried to do your business and your model and your way, it's not going to work for them because mm-hmm. it's your expression of your business. Any business is a self-expression. Any goal in life is a self-expression. All of your successes are a self-expression. You create those. 90% of our reality is created by our thoughts right? If you feel unworthy, you're going to create a reality where you are unworthy and you're treated that way because that is what you believe. If you create, if you have, if your reality in your mind says, I am worthy, I am strong, I am confident. This is my goal. You're going to do what I did. You're going to start whatever it is that you want to start. And things are just going to keep falling in place. And you're not going to you're not going to have time for, you're not going to have the power to give away. You're not going to have, you're not going to have to give any of yourself away. You're not going to have time. It doesn't have to be, and it doesn't have to be either, or it doesn't have to be, if I have this, I have to give up something, you know, it's, it's realizing that you can, you can't have it all. You might not be able to have it all at the same time, you know, throughout the day, you have to, again, you have to take on these different, you know, you have to put your energy into things. You know, there are weeks when I, you know, I have an idea for something that I want to create, but I don't have the energy for it. You know, it's just understanding that you don't have to do it all right away. You don't have to do it all right now. Let yourself breathe and let yourself just lean into that inner creator that you are born to be. And And then, you know, when the timing is right, it will always work out again. Like you said, that's not one size fits all it's, we are so easy to say what we don't want. So one of the biggest things that I do when I work with people is, okay, you know, well, what do you want? What do you want? Because it's so easy to say, well, I don't want this, or I don't want this. I hate this. I don't like this, you know? Okay, cool. So until we figure out what you want, I can't help you. So it's, I love that you said that earlier because it's so important just making that decision and getting to that answer first. Yep. That leads the way. I'm, I'm the weirdo who helps people figure out what they want. (laughs) Like, you don't know what you want. Cool. Let's talk. Right. I'm I'm that one. Right. But that's because the mindset part, right. It's that mindset part where it's like, okay, let's dig. Let's, let's start let's start rifling through like a little crab. We're going to start grabbing stuff. Right. And sometimes this doesn't work. We're just, we're just going to flick that away. Right. This didn't work. Let's, let's just flick that to the next, like a, like whatever you got to flick away. Let's just flick those flies away. Cause that didn't work. We don't need it. Just get rid of it. Right. And it's, 
a lot of the time creating is building from what you didn't like, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of us created our business because we saw something we didn't like and we knew how to change it. So we're helping other people change it. Yeah. Yeah. You learn through contrast. You learn through, you know, the contrast of life saying, well, I don't like that, or that doesn't feel good. Or, you know, so, so Mm -hmm. it's okay to, it's okay to tune into what you don't like. I'm not saying that, but it's, but then it's saying, okay, why don't I like that? What is it about that feeling that isn't beneficial to me so that we can say, okay, well then what do we need to do to turn that around? And yeah, it's a process for sure. I love it. Yeah. Well, I guess we're, Mm -hmm. we're about the hour and 15 minute mark, which is great. We (laughs) have no problem going over every so often. Um, No. (laughs) So is there anything else you'd like to add before we, before we end this episode? You know, just. I just love this conversation. I could keep talking for an hour. So I, I appreciate you having this conversation. I just hope that everyone understands that, you know, whatever the impact you want to make in this world, whether it be big or small, it makes no difference. Everything that you do is going to have a ripple effect, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. So please, please, please come from a place of heart, you know, and compassion and, And just really understand that intention of love and service and support and collaboration is, it's so vital to the world that I want to create. Yep. I know that we were talking about business for the last 15 minutes. So for anybody who is watching or or catching the replay, it is even business is about helping support other women, right? Women are becoming more easily ingrained in being their own boss in being their own provider. Uh, there was a, uh, there was a quote I heard. I'm not going to say the first part, uh, the three F's. If you aren't, if you aren't feeding me, financing me or the other one, (laughs) then you have nothing to say. Right. (laughs) Right? You have nothing to say unless you're feeding, financing your, this is my life. Right. Uh, you you have no choice, (laughs) no say. Um, I like that quote because in a lot of ways it is true there. If they're not the three F's, what does their opinion matter? If it's not bringing you pleasure or fulfillment, then it's not worth your energy or time guys. And I'm sorry, but all three of those things, feeding, financing, and the other one all give me pleasure. Exactly. So, you know, yeah, Yeah. you're not doing it by. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, we we have to support each other as women. It is it is our right and our responsibility as women to help pick each other up, to help us step up that next that next level on that ladder, and just to create lives that we're happy about, that we love, that empower us. And if you can change one woman's life by just making one comment, do it right? Do it. And that isn't, you need to lose weight. That isn't, you need to, you know, whiten your teeth. That isn't any of that. That is, you are awesome today. I am so proud of you. You look great today. I'm so proud of the courage that you showed. Focus on your strengths and whether Mm -hmm. that's building people up, whether that's talking, 
I started this show. I don't like hearing my own voice or seeing myself on, on pictures or camera, but I started a talk show. I had the courage, right? Mm -hmm. You have the capability because you like that part. You have the (laughs) capability to create whatever life you want. And it's starting, it's starting with where you are and what you have. That's my favorite quote. Start where you are, use what you have so you can do what you can. That's it. You can't do anything until you just focus on what you have and where you can start. And that might mean asking for help. It might be, and that's a huge one, actually asking for help (laughs) when you, when you need it is so vital. Yeah. Well, I want to say to everybody, um, before we go, this episode has been sponsored by WSW, which is women supporting women. You can find them on Facebook, just search up WSW can women supporting women can. That group is a community and a tribe of women who are trying to create something to support other women. There's no promotions. I don't even promote in there and I run the group. There's no promotions in the group. It is all about women supporting women, building a community of love, acceptance, where you can go vent about your partners. You can ask about your struggles. You can get that supportive hand up and say, I got you. We're good. You need help today. What do you need help with? Do you need a smile? Do you need a virtual hug? Do you need a a meme or a gift or whatever? You see the picture of my cat? I'll send you a picture of my cat. We need to do better and we need to be better as a tribe of independent, strong, beautiful women inside and out. And that's what we're creating Mm -hmm. at WSW. So I want to say thank you, Amanda, for joining me today. I've had an amazing conversation. This is always and will always be one of my favorite, favorite topics is is just supporting each other. Love it. Thank you so much for having me. You're absolutely welcome. All right. Just a family. If you would like to get in touch with either myself or Amanda, you can do so in the description. Amanda's contact information is in there. You can go talk to her and reach out. If you are interested in asking her some questions, you can join our Facebook group, giving you something to talk about. You can join our newsletter on the website, uh, giving you justalivetv.com. You can reach out to me if you would like to be a guest co-host, a guest blogger, or a sponsor of one of your episodes. If you'd like to sponsor, don't forget, we are on just about every social media platform. And when you sponsor an episode, your information gets shared to all of them. So if you'd like your brand and you like the message that we're sending, reach out to us and get a list of our upcoming episodes that are available for sponsorship. Um, Like, follow, and share on our social media networks. And yeah, again, thank you, Amanda, for joining me to this amazing episode. Have an amazing day. Absolutely. And to you, just a family, lots of love. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.